My name is Diana and this is the Family Finance Show, the podcast to help you manage your family's finances better. Every week we share an episode on topics relating to increasing your family's income and managing expenses, controlling your debt and investing for the future. Welcome to the Family Finance Show. My name is Diana and today my guest is Bronwyn Daniels. Welcome Bronwyn. Hi, thank you for having me. Cool. So today we're talking about homeschooling. This is a topic that many people around the world have been practicing recently, thanks to schools being closed. Um, But your daughter was one of the first children in South Africa to be homeschooled. So you're one of the early pioneers. Can you tell me a bit more about that, Bronwyn? Yeah, sure. So um, in 1996, um, homeschooling became um, part of the Schools Act in South Africa and it became legal to homeschool. And at the time we were looking for a suitable school for my daughter, but I had always found school so intimidating and constrictive and what have you. So I was looking for something nurturing and something different for my own daughter and could just never find what I was looking for. So, and then I found this article um, with uh, Graham Shortridge, who was, he's, him and his wife Alison were one of the pioneers with homeschooling in South Africa. They developed a curriculum and um, it was an article. So I showed my husband and he wasn't too keen, but we, did, we thought we'd give it a go. And we started on our homeschooling journey and we loved it. My daughter and I, we enjoyed it. We, she flourished and even when she had the choice to attend a conventional school or a regular school, I should say, she just chose to stay with the homeschooling. And even in those days, it wasn't as, um, as popular as it is now, but we managed and learned along the way. So, yes, and then... And your uh, son, your son's currently, you're currently homeschooling your son at the moment as well, is that right? That's right, yes. We started with him in 2012. He's our little late lamb. And uh, he, he was born when my daughter was 16. So um, we started uh, homeschooling him. Um, but he was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and also has a severe peanut allergy. So we thought homeschooling would also be another very good fit for him. So we started with him in 2012. He's in grade 7 now and also loves it. We've given him the choice. Uh, we said any time, boy, you feel you want to join a regular school, mainstream school, you just say. But he's, he's very happy homeschooling at the moment. Did you have any concerns or were you, were you worried, for example, I know a lot of people are worried now with all the children in lockdown that they can't go and play with other children or have sports games and things like that. What were some of the sort of the cons that you were thinking of when you were considering homeschooling? Well, I think social, um, the social aspect is a very big thing for parents and um, there's so many myths surrounding homeschooling children like they're going to be social misfits or you know not be able to communicate or not be able to socialize but um, there's actually such a huge community of homeschoolers and we do so much stuff together like there are um, teen meetups um, and then also for the other various age groups um, we have ice skating we have eye jump um, that the kids do be- and, and um, a lot of the schools, um, what they do uh, is they allow the homeschoolers to come in 
and you pay per term and then they can take part in the sport with the school children so they can do cricket swimming soccer and um uh, oh, the mothers arrange a whole host of things like one mom will arrange laser tag and the other mom will arrange something else and then of course we have co-ops which are where we get a teacher or a subject um, matter expert to come and explain to the children on, on different um, chapters in our curriculum and um, we do have a biology co-op a science and geography one a history one um, and then, of course, there's, you know, the moms get together, there's WhatsApp groups. So it's actually much more social than, than what people think it is. So on the, from the family finances point of view also, Bronwyn, um, I'm sure, I think some people are, would become in the un, unfortunate situation with COVID-19 that they, they may have lost their jobs and potentially they're not able to pay for private school anymore if that's what they've chosen for their children. And they might be considering homeschooling. So what would be some of the things that you would have to budget for from a homeschooling perspective? I assume there are things like fees that you would have to pay for exams. Are there any, what are the costs involved in homeschooling a child? And how does that compare to like a private school in South Africa right now? Well, um, there's no set answer on cost because it varies from family to family. So, um, but it's safe to say that homeschooling would never cost more than say a government school would cost. Um, but you can, there's, there's a lot you can do. There's, um, cause a lot of homeschooling parents are also, um, before COVID-19 were one, single income families. So you can get, um, you can uh, purchase the books yourself and be an independent sort of, uh, we have a facilitator, but there are, um, independents that they buy the books, um, online for the various subjects and you create your own lesson plans etc that's quite a um, cost-effective way to go and then you've got a facilitator who will um, do your lesson plans for you they um, give you teachers guides they give you all the textbooks everything they mark the assignments the exams so that can be anything from ten thousand rand upwards um, is that per year for, that's for a year for one child and okay. then um and then you get of course more expensive options um and as the child goes up in grade of course it becomes more costly like a child in say grade 10 now would would be about 38,000 rand a year including assignments um the exams and um the the lesson plans all the textbooks everything that they would need in one big kit um, and then only the, the only extras that you'd have to look at would be like career costs for your to send in your exams and assignments and um, your extracurriculars and tours you know if you wanted to go on educational tours or what have you so it's it, it can it, you tailor make it per family it can cost as little or as much as you put into it so quite flexible then much more flexible than either a government or a private school Yes, and there's no such thing as, um, oh, I have to have this certain pen or pencil or whatever. Yeah. You you just buy the basics and have a scientific calculator and a geometry set and off you go. Yeah, so, no school uniforms, anything like that. So that's probably a bit of a cost saving too. 
Yes, that definitely. And then the co-ops, um, we attend a co-op for geography and science and history, and that's 120 rand per lesson. And that teacher gives us everything we need to complete a project, notes, everything, and the lesson itself, which is normally a full day. Would one parent have to do this full time? So would it only be in a situation where one parent could be full time at home with the child or children? Or are there instances where both parents are working and you're still able to homeschool your child, your children? There's definitely uh, the majority of, of us, I would say there is one parent that is um, homeschooling. Um, but a lot of the moms work from home or dads in in some cases they work from home Um, and um, I think you could also I wouldn't recommend you do a full nine to five and then try and homeschool Um, that would definitely not work so well but if you went to work um, half day I think you could definitely still school your children because um, a homeschool day is a lot shorter than a conventional school day I think that's the mistake a lot of parents make is that they try and make it the same length and the same structure, but it's completely different. So my final question is more about the dynamic between parent and child. And now you're also in the role of teacher and child. I've struggled with this a little bit with my own children. They're still quite young, but my my daughter's got some lesson plans from teachers and I've been going through them with her. And it's quite difficult to take on the role of both teacher and parent. So what advice do you give for parents, especially now with schools being closed and perhaps people who aren't going to full-time homeschool their children, but what advice do you give on creating a, a good dynamic while you're trying to teach your children? Well, I think the most important um, piece of advice I would say is um, don't try and recreate the classroom. Um, A lot of parents try and recreate the classroom. They put a lot of pressure on the children. And this is a stressful time for for parents and for children um, because with homeschooling, the, the parent has put a lot of time and, and consideration in what curriculum. Um, you know, they've got all their ducks in a row, so to speak. They've, they've prepared themselves mentally. They prepared their, their lessons. But nowadays, and now with the COVID-19 um, situation, parents are sort of thrown into this. And now they're trying to recreate school. So they're afraid of technology because no, not too much screen time. Um, you know, we must do this from eight until two. We have to finish all the work by this time. And uh, I think that just creates so much stress for children yeah, and for the parents. Mm, yes. Indeed. Yeah. So I think don't recreate the classroom. Let the children lead. Make it fun. Um, don't be afraid of technology or screen time because it's a great learning tool. And if you think COVID-19 has shown us that we are going to have to rethink everything in life going forward, um, we're not going to do things the same way anymore. And I think technology is going to play a huge role as it is now. It's going to play even more of a, a role in our children's lives going forward. So it's, it's a learning tool. And we shouldn't be afraid to use it. We should use it responsibly. And it could, it really, it helps both parents and children, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, great. Well, thank you so much for your time today and sharing a bit of your insights on homeschooling and some tips for parents trying to currently homeschool their children. 
and yes enjoy enjoy the rest of your day and um hope to chat to you again soon great thank you thank you so much for chatting to me thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe to the podcast to stay on the journey to improving your family's financial well-being